WGFMRadio.com, a division of Even If Inc., Chicago. You have now entered the zone, the funk zone, with T.P. Corleone. So throw them funk signs in the air, wave them around like you just don't care, and prepare to get funked in your mind, your body, and your soul. Can you dig it out? Yeah, and you don't stop what it do, baby Bubba to the bookie, the bang, bang, TP Coleon to the break of dawn. Savory of the funk, can you dig it out? On WGFMRadio.com, you are now in the zone, the funk zone, where fantasy and reality are one and the same, gonna funk you real hard for the next three hours on this funky 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 friday so throw them funk signs in the air wave them like you just don't care because you gotta believe in order to receive so when you put the funk signs in the air them is your antennas you dig what i'm saying yeah happy funky friday in these funky times and the funky times could be attributed to any time that is right now that ain't no joke but we're getting it in on this weekend and this is the as I said, Zoom with fantasy and reality are one and the same. Peace and freedom begins in your mind first. So always remember that as I funk you today, all the way to 3 p.m. So we're going to get right into it with some new school funk. Yeah, some new school funk, baby, by my man Morris Mills with Ghetto Black. Reality. 
That's a funky one right there, though, baby. That's a funky one. My man Morris Mills with Ghetto Black. You know, doing what I do in this radio game, in this here media game, um, it's a very um, rewarding career I chose because I'm able to discover music that I love and want to put it into my on um, catalog and collection of joints that I love to listen to in my personal time. And that's one of those joints. And the other friend's benefit of that is I can actually get a chance to meet, chop it up, and expose these artists to the world through my medium called The Funk Zone, baby. And guess what? This is what I'm going to do with you today because the author, writer, creator, and performer of that particular cut you just heard, I had the pleasure of interviewing him earlier this week, Mr. Morris Mills, straight from the shy to L.A. And right here in The Funk Zone, you want to know about more about my guy right here, Morris Mills, great artist that he is? Well, tune in right now and take heed of this interview and understand what makes this funky brother tick. Here we go, Morris Mills, and thank you, brother man, for gracing the funk zone with your music, baby. Let's get it. Well, all right, so I'm in the funk zone, T.P. Corleone in the building, and I have a special guest, guest star, Guest interview on the show. You know, and I'm privileged to have the guy on the show. Met him a few years ago when he let me preview his first album. It was hot. The new one is hotter. You know what I mean? Uh, guitarist, and if he plays any other instruments, we will find out in just a moment. Mr. Morris Mills. How you doing, brother Morris? What's up? What's happening, brother? 
Oh, you got the best in. You got the best in, man. man. Yeah, thanks for gracing the show and blessing it with some of your funky, funky jams. You know what I mean? Um, I'm familiar with you, but I do want my listeners to become more familiar with you than they ever were. And after today, they're going to know you like they know a household named artist, which you are in the funk zone. So, no problem, man, no problem. So, um, can you just give me a little rundown on um, how would you like to describe your music as far as what genre would you say it falls under or what vibe it has? You know, run that down on me real quick, Big well, Boss. <clears throat> well, the other genre that I, you know, I like to promote, I call it, uh, I call it purple music. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the reminiscence of the Minneapolis sound, you know, mixed with my own, own kind of, uh, thing, you know, like funk, rock, and so, you know what I'm saying? But it's, uh, I like to define it as purple music. Yeah. Purple music. I dig that. So I guess, um, I want to feel like I was almost going to, um, insinuate that you sounded or I had a, I could tell there was some influences of the purple, your royal badness, the purple one himself prince in your music. So you just admitted that. So that's so cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that's so cool, you know. So when you said that, I'm going to kind of assume, were you like in the, around the teenage years or your adolescent years when you first heard Prince or things like that. The reason I'm asking is because I was, and when that whole Prince Minneapolis funk scene exploded, it kind of affected a lot of ways that I um, approached just a lot of things, music and mm -hmm. just the whole arts itself. Were you on that age group when you first came aware of the whole Minneapolis funk movement or what? Oh, yeah, man. You know, I was there from the very beginning. My brother uh, was in college. You know, I love telling the story. Okay. Which is which is which he's an artist of his own, you know. I took a lot after him. My older uh, oldest brother, uh, his name is Lane Barrett. Um, he's in Chicago, but he was going to school in Chicago. Uh, well, it's in the it's in the southern state. It's called um, uh, McMurray, okay, Jacksonville, uh, Illinois. And uh, he came home one day. Um, in the 70s, I was just a kid, and he said, hey, man, you need to check this cat out. You know, like a girl, you know, he thinks <laughs> he's a girl. And the song that he brought home, you know, I'm just a virgin, you know, at the time, you know, you know, I'm a kid, so I don't know nothing right. about sex, right? So, <laughs> so it's called soft and wet. Oh, it was soft and wet, huh? Yeah. I would, huh? Okay. Yeah, he brought that home, and he asked me, he said, you know, that's a dude singing, but you know what he's singing about. <laughs> oh, your brother put it on you like that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was that was your birds and the bees conversation to your to Prince's music, huh? That was your awakening, huh? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I did, I did a lot of stuff pertaining to that. Yeah. Yeah, no, your brother turned you out with Prince. That's wrong, man. That's is that good or bad? I don't know. Uh, oh, man, it's good. It's good. But my, mother, my mother, she bought me my first album, though. Uh, it was the controversy album, so she bought that. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait! You was a kid still. I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, she me that controversy. Oh. I, I mean, she took me to there. Do you remember there? Yeah, seventy fifth. I actually worked there uh, right after high school. Yep, there's. Uh huh. 
So we went to the one in Merrill's Park. Um, uh, no, this was in Maywood. Okay, Maywood. Okay. And, and she bought me that particular album. And she didn't know what was on that album. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Yeah, so I got my introduction to uh, to sex education that way as well. So, yeah. Hell no, yeah, Prince turned a lot of us out. I will admit that, you know, he turned a lot of us out around that time, you know. But, and you know, <laughs> that, wait, wait, wait a minute. I'm going around the house singing, I jack you off. <laughs> no, don't you tell me that, man. Don't you tell me like, that. What, what, what are you singing? What? <laughs> you didn't know what you were singing, all right? You didn't, no, I, I hope didn't. you didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, you know. I'm innocent, like, you know. Right, right. Was, yeah. And my mother, she, she's a jokester. And she, she just started laughing because she knew what it was about. And she just started laughing. And, I, you know, my brother said, again, you know what he's talking about, right? He said, no, I don't. So that was my education as well. So, yeah. So we're gonna Whoa. Whoa. Wow, that's a good story, man. That's a good story because I can relate to that as well. I, this interview was not about me, so I'm not going to tell my story. But... I can very, very, very much relate to that, man. You know what I'm saying? That is so cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and so this whole interview is not about Prince, but I do just want to go on that tip a little bit, you know, because yeah. because I just want to share a little um, camaraderie we have going a little bit with a, a slight similar um, background with that. So you said you were turned out, or at least educated, about sex through that controversy album. Well, you know, during that time, I used to have uh, a strong, um, how can I say, a strong shyness about myself as a kid. I didn't think I was good enough or cool enough to talk to the most prettiest girls in high school. But right around that time when controversy came out, actually listening to the Times album mm. with, uh, with the walk and wild and loose and everything, that got yeah. me out of that, you know, so I kind of got my little education as well, you know, more as they got me out of myself from talking to the pretty girls in school, so yeah, that's yeah. why I said I relate to that a little bit, you know what I'm saying, yes, yeah. yes, yes, and your name is Morris, what the hell is that going on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, you know, I like to collect the dots and everything, you know what I mean, uh-huh, so let me ask you this, since we're talking about your childhood and so forth, since you brought that part up, um, what was there a certain moment or a certain event or just when the light bulb went off in your head or the clouds opened when you realized that you were going to be involved in this music business or just an artist itself? You know, was there a certain um, ex moment that you decided that or what? Well, <clears throat> uh, it, it was early on, very early on, you know, my brother, uh, was very responsible or put me out in the forefront because, you know, I grew up with four sisters and one brother, and we mm -hmm. all could sing because my mother could sing. Okay. I used to sing before, uh, uh, you know, I used to sing. Um, he would always put me singing lead. He would, he would, he would always do that. So we'd sing songs by the Shy Light, the Delphonics, um, Jackson's and I was I was always the lead singer, but it was not until again my brother uh, led the way, you know, as far as writing music and learning music. My dad uh, 
put him into music classes. My, mm-hmm. my brother's a musical genius, too. You know, he writes and plays everything. So the light came on when when we just started just writing, writing in the basement of my mother's basement on a four track, you know? And the, All right. And I remember the first time when I heard my voice, man, my voice was, I was, I was enthralled by it and I liked the way I sang. So, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so you got a little, I guess that microphone turned you on hearing your voice, huh? You know, it's like, okay. Yeah. But I was so, singing, I was singing coming out the womb though. Really? So, yeah. I was singing, I was singing since the age of three, you know. Um, Whoa! Yeah, I'm mean, telling on myself a little bit, but uh, right. and cartoons were on. Uh, you know, I would have a broomstick. <laughs> as a oh wow! And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and I have a microphone to my so my to my biological father mm-hmm. came home one day with a uh, a tape recorder with a microphone. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been seeing it. Yeah, I've been seeing it since I was a kid, man, yeah. Well, you know, um, based on the era when, in which you say you came up in around the 70s and so forth, you know, um, <laughs> of course, we all are influenced by someone or something, you know what I mean? But right. around around that time, I mean, that was a time when excellence was expected from your musical artist, so to speak, you know what I mean? And, and excellence yeah. doesn't necessarily mean you were the greatest, but it does mean you were worth your weight in gold, you dig? So um, you said you, you sung to the uh, early Jackson 5 tunes and things like that. But I just tell you right there, you know, um, you you were cut out. You, you were ex- um, exposed to the best, influenced by the best. So I guess you were cut out for what you're doing. That explains a lot to me of some uh-huh. of the – go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I'm just agreeing. Oh, oh, I'm just hold on, my bad. Yeah, so, that, so that explains to me – um, answer some of the inner questions I had about you as far as, you know, how you got, because your whole vibe and look itself tells that story. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially at a time right now. And so this is kind of why I wanted to get into this interview on some little heavy. During this time in, uh, the, in the entertainment game, especially the music game, it's more almost easier and common for the average I would say African American to want to be a DJ or a rapper. You know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. almost every you pick any neighborhood block. I bet you with every house, so you can find at least one DJ or one rapper. You dig know what I'm saying? But you doing what you doing? What you call this purple funk? I mean, how do you feel about doing the style of music you're doing during this time? I mean, I know it has to be a passion and a love and almost like a calling. Almost, am I right or wrong in saying that? Oh uh, yeah. Um, uh, absolutely right. You know, people right now just make music off of computers. And you're right, mm-hmm. man. We grew up in a time where you had to play a musical instrument and there was no computers around. So, right. yeah, we did grow up in a time of excellence like Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, uh, Parliament Funk, uh, James Brown. So those are my teachers. You know, um, um, Sly and the Family Stone, uh, um, um, just a lot of people, the Commodores, uh, just a lot of people, man. If it, I credit, you know, I credit a lot of them, like Stevie Wonder, uh, just how they 
just made music, man. And and this time, and um, this era that we live in there now, we don't have much of that. We have a lot of people doing. I mean, it's just not authentic, and it's it's really hard to turn on the radio now and just start and just start listening. You know, I'm not trying to knock what people do, but. You know, I think they need to put the bands back in school and the choruses, the singers back in school and get back to real uh, musicianship. So my style of music, uh, uh, the purple funk, purple rock, whatever you want to call it, is is me continuing the legacy that Mm -hmm. my predecessor that came before me and left the blue pattern. And that's what I want to try to convey not only just in um, music, but also in the music business. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Okay, well, let's talk about the music side. So your newest album, your latest album, Revival, um, mm-hmm. I was I was digging, I was previewing some of the tracks, I was digging it. Um, who, who released that, actually, as far as what label? Uh, is that your label? Are you on someone else's label? Or who, who released that, actually? Well, um, Strawberry Hill. It's my record label. Okay. Uh, if I took a quote from a friend of mine that quoted Nas, if you, um, I started a record label and I signed myself. All uh, right. That's <laughs> because I heard a, a lot of horror stories about the record labels and how they treated the artists. You know, pretty much like a slave plantation. You know, you write, you sing, you produce. And you do all of that, and you got to pay them, pay them to do that because they lent you the money, of course. Like if I got an advance of a hundred thousand and I sold two hundred thousand, I already made your money back, and then some. I should be able to own my own masters, and that's what I think Prince is trying to come across. You know, I've already paid you back. You know, so now give me back what's mine. You know, so I never approached a record label. I have some people that did on my behalf uh, without me knowing, uh, like Columbia. Really? Yeah. Uh, Columbia, I had a manager in New York. You know, she, she presented me to Motown, uh, but they always had an excuse, oh, we got an artist like Raphael Sadiq, uh, or we got an artist like Maxwell. You know, instead of me, I'm this kind of guy, you know. I'm like James mm-hmm. Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, show me the door. And I open it myself. You know, if I can create my own wealth, then why not? You know, it's going to be tougher. It's going to be harder. And that's when you're supposed to become business savvy. You know, just going to be a good track player. Just going to be a singer. Learn about the business. And that's what Prince did. He knew yes. about the business. And he, and he was trying to tell, he was trying to tell all of us before he transitioned, you know, hey man, just start your own thing and do your own thing. You know, I mean, the ways of the record labels are gone. You know? Yes, especially today, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, what's kind of sad is that, um, and I'm kind of amazed to even know this, but there still are artists that still, with all this information about how dirty the game is and how people get screwed by their labels, with all this information out there, their cats still are signing 360 bills and things like that with their own. It's like people still sell their souls, man, for fame over respect, same over money and all that. You know what I mean? You know, right. uh, it's, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. You know, it's wild. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, the okay. Lakers are, I mean, if you got the right deal in place, and I think that's what I'm saying, if you have the right deal in place, then yeah, I do a joint venture with the label. Yeah, right. yeah, of course. But it's, it's, yeah. it's you and your responsibility for what type of deal you're going to sign. You know, it's your right. responsibility. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. So this new album, Revival, now let's, yeah. talk, let's talk about that. What did you set out to accomplish with this? You know, let us know what's going on with that one. Well, uh, before the Dom was written, right, uh, mm-hmm. the last album, 2019, yes. that's how we met. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it took us about a year to get to this interview. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Thanks for uh, being on here. You you in the fun yeah. zone now, baby. You in the fun uh, zone. So we did the uh we did my um my uh, I think it was my third album. Mm-hmm. It was called Protege. Um and the the songs were great, but after I did the the dog, right? I was like, let me go back and see if I could reapproach a protege. Again. Okay. Right. Uh, so when I started to work in on protege, then I I started to get a real different vibe than I got from uh, the original, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of, of the original album. So, um. Revival is is actually the remastered or another version of Protege. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some songs are missing. And instead of we having 18 songs, we did 13. And then I put about about four brand new songs on, on this particular album. Well, let me ask you this: Were they remastered, remastered in any way, or just replayed in any way? I mean, were they? Re- did you tweak them any or what? Just, uh, yeah, uh, I just, uh, uh-huh. I just, you know, I came into some new equipment. I, I challenged myself on the dawn. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I could, I could have done a lot, a much better job. So the people that bought the uh, the original protege, that's a collector's item now. So, all right, all right. right. But uh, a revival is just it's an extension of is an extension of the dawn, which is which is which is one of my favorite albums. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Well, just my my um, opinion, my two mm-hmm. cents, which have been asked for. Um, there's a, a certain improvement, a strong improvement, I think, in the production as well. Not not that anything was wrong with the dawn. Like, don't get me wrong, but to me, this improvement is a little bit just—it's hitting me harder, harder in the chest than the, than the other one, you know. And um, just, I, I don't know if that was on a purpose or something like that, but I, it kind of hitting me a little bit harder in the chest, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. So I did. I dig that. I really feel that. Yeah, I feel the did growth. It hits you hard in the chest, Pete. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah, 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 boy. Breath out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't even joking on that. So yeah, yeah. I feel that's the. I, I feel that. the progress. You know. That's what's yeah. up. That's what's up. You know. Right. That's what you're saying. That. Well, the the uh, the I can't take all the credit on the album. Um, I want to thank. Uh, one of my producers, uh, Primo, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Primo is, um, is, a is a cat that helps me write, you know, um, 
that that knows about the business as well. And then my other friend, uh, Dmar, uh, which his name is Dirk Martin. Uh, he played drums. He does some co-producing on my album and stuff. He plays for Little Richard. He used to play for the late uh, Little Richard that just passed. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, um, they they are the ones that you know that contributed um, to this album, and then we also brought in a guy named uh, Billy Dickens. Bill the Buddha Dickens, and he's from Chicago. Uh, oh, right. One of the renowned uh, bass players, and he plays on Revival, uh, the title track, and and he co-written with me uh, the song uh, Automatic. All right. So, yeah, so I, I brought in some heavy hitters and some tracks. Team. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so working with these cats, did you feel like, uh, was it easy to share your vision with them as far as what you needed? I mean, do y'all work well together, mesh together, and things like that, or, you know? Well, brother, anytime you got the same influences. Yeah, know, yeah. I, I don't tell people what to play, you know. Mm-hmm. I tell them, you know, what you feel. I said, feel what you play, and if I like it, it's cool, you know. So. Uh, yeah, that's love right there, man. That's love when you can do that, you know. Yeah, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard, too, because I know what I'm listening for, and when you can just jump right in and just mm-hmm. and just, and just read my mind, in a sense, I'm like, okay, cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that means y'all are on the one, baby. Y'all on the one, you dig. Excellent. You Excellent. know what I'm saying? Well, how many, uh, uh, do you play any instruments other than guitar? I mean, what do, you, what do you play? Just curious, you know? Well, I play piano. As well. Okay. Um, okay. You know, uh, I play other insurance as well. You know. Okay. Uh, I'm learning okay. Um, a lot more. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. You never so, stop. You never stop right. learning. You know. Right. I'm constantly mm-hmm. teaching myself. Yeah. So I'm okay. getting ready to get a new base. A base. All right. So yeah. You know, because I want to be all around. But I write and I produce all of my own stuff. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, you are one of those artists to me. Um, well, to me, I, I sometimes not, not, not that I'm a professional critic or anything, but I many times put artists in two different categories, and they're both cool categories, but you have your certain artists that um, will play or sing anything you put in front of them, and they are so talented they can turn that into almost their own thing, even though they themselves didn't have any hand in uh, writing or producing an actual recording. But people like you, um, say like you're Aretha Franklin's or your Whitney Houston's or somebody like that, or just, you know, your, your giggers, you know, your, your people who are good at gigs and things like that, your jobbers, so to speak, you know, some musicians are like that as well. Right. Which, is, which is cool. Those are, those are great artists. You know, your Diana Rothers, your things, Freddie Jackson's, your things like that. But then, you, and they have great careers, but then you have other artists, um, some sing, some play, some write, some produce, some do all that. But one thing about them is that at least by their writing, at the very least, you know, when you hear their music, when you see a performance by this artist, you know, you are getting a piece of their hearts along with just the actual musical piece itself. You know, something about what you're listening to from this particular cat 
um, is something that makes this person move. You know, peace, they sharing their soul, which is so to speak. And you are more that latter artist, which I'm speaking of. You know what I mean? Um, because of you being a writer and so forth, you know. And I've always, just personally, I've always leaned towards those type of artists because I like an artist that brings me into a universe. You know, I like escapism. Music is escapism, you dig, and that's what I get from you and how you present your music, your approach to it, you know. So I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but I appreciate that. I appreciate saying that. You know, I learned early on about the music business, you know, as as a writer, you know, again, I've been writing ever since I was a kid. Okay. And I knew there were uh, money into writing and producing and owning your own stuff, you know. Yeah. So not only that I wanted to, to do music, but I also wanted to make it my career. So I had to learn the business, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. And that ain't easy, you know. That is not easy, especially when the average person would tell you, you know, get a job, you know. So, well, I am my job. You know, you could say, well, I am my job. I am my income. You did. Right. You know what I'm right. Well, that kind of leads me to another question that I ask many of many of people who have um, were used to performing or spinning out live or whatever it is that we do in this industry to Garnering our income, generating our income, has the pandemic affected? Well, I know it has. It's affected everybody, but how has the pandemic affected your plans for this year, so to speak? Because I know I have some plans I have to get rerouted. You dig? Um, how, how has the pandemic affected your plans and your um, moves and shaking and moving and grooving in this industry right now this year? Well, uh, it. It is impacted it very much, you know, so it put okay. it stands to it, you know, but yeah. I still create, you know, I still create out of my home. I still right. create in my studio, and I tell people, and I'm telling most of my friends this, you know, I'm still working as if there's no pandemic. You know? All right, really? I'm still creating as mm-hmm. if there's no pandemic, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm always caught up in the studio all the time anyway. So, but, but the only time it has affected me is, is when I can't get on the road and promote this album. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I can't do any live shows. Okay. Uh, we're contemplating a concert for, for live streaming. Um, I just, I'm still working it out. Just hopefully I'll be able to do something where the whole world can see. You know, yeah. a live concert. Yeah, when this when this whole a pandemic is over, then we can start hitting the road. So I tell everybody to get ready. I mean, to to get ready and stay ready. So when these things break, we all can get out the gate, just walking and rolling. But the album man is more uh, it's funk, R and B, and soul. You know, it's not just one type. You know, mm-hmm. as I was telling people, you know. It's just like the people that came before me, you know, so, you know, I can't help but talk about uh, Prince just simply because he had a major impact on my life and, and on my music. And when he put out his album, it wasn't just rock. It wasn't just R&B. It wasn't pop. It just wasn't, it just, it wasn't just one genre. It, okay. was, it was a smorgasbord. It was just something for pretty much everybody. 
And that's how I like to record. I like to just give something for everybody. Okay. Okay. Right? I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot, you know. Yeah. I yeah. think the song that you probably like is Gonna Give It Up. No, Gonna Give It Up. It I up. think that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the ready. Yeah, so that's yeah. actually, is that the lead single as well? That that's not the lead single, but that is the third. I have I have not released that yet. As a okay. Fact. Really? Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I was playing the most so far. You know, gonna yes. give it up. Okay. And, and you know, it's funny you said that because that's one of my. That is probably one of the favorite songs on on the album. Okay. Oh, yes. you mean your favorite songs is just your yeah. most popular yeah. response. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's my favorite song, but a revival is the most popular response and automatic and gone give it up. And then we got, let's do it again. And I'm glad you asked that question because I had to put something down for the ladies too, man. Yeah, That's man. I know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what? Oh, yeah, let's do it again. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, you got that little... Um, Ernie Isley going on this bad boy too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah okay, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are just giving me a lot of great feedback. Oh man, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely are going to add these to rotation and bump them in the funk zone because I feel uh -huh. this kind of music. They, I mean. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys that like to say, "Well, all music today suck." Even though I do feel much of today's music suck on the radio, I will say that. But there are people who are still making some real music. You know, some old school cats, some new school cats, some oh, yeah. in between school, middle school cats. Yeah. But <laughs> that music doesn't really get exposed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it takes a <laughs> music lover like myself and real artists like yourself to help keep this thing alive. So we're going to keep man. this alive, man. Right, TP. I mean, I appreciate that, Capone, you saying that. And, you know, we're working on a, a project right now. Uh, I can't talk about it, but it's it's coming out. It's coming out oh. real soon. Well, it's coming out hopefully by next year. Awesome. Um, you guys are the gatekeepers. The radio, the independent radio people are the gatekeepers. And you guys are the ones that set the stage. I got plenty of friends of mine that had got fired from radio station because they wouldn't play uh, Nicki Minaj or they wouldn't play... Really? Yeah, or they wouldn't play... Cardi uh, B or somebody like, like Cardi that. B. And it was just, I mean, they was like, this is not music that we want to uh, play to our listeners. And I understood that. And we had a lot of people that got their job sacrifices. Really? Uh, so that, so yeah. they stood on their square and lost their job, huh? Yeah, yeah. Really? And, uh, Right, because you guys are the gatekeepers, man. And you guys, I got people right now that say, that saying that, and, and they're saying that um, that funk is dead, or rock funk, or whatever that sound that I do uh -huh. is, is dead. It's not dead. It's just it's not being heard. It's not being played, and the and the artists are not being exposed. So, man, I just want to thank you uh, for having me on your show. And to talk about those kind of things, man, because it's you guys that make us. It's you guys that discover us. Is that it, it's you guys? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I do. I do appreciate you saying that. It's it's like a community effort. It's us. It's you. And I will say this also. Um, I think this is kind of like a secret. 
well, to me, it's a secret, too. I don't know if it's a big secret, but the more, um, I would say, and not to always beat up on the mainstream, but the more you're oversaturated with something, you dig what I'm saying? The more you're oversaturated with anything, what a lot of people don't realize that all you are doing is creating a need and a desire and a new market for something else is... Um, the more you're oversaturated with anything, you create uh, the need for another market that's growing that you don't even realize is growing. You know what I'm saying? So now people who still like to hear new music or something fresh or fresh sounds, fresh new artists, that um, demographic and population is growing. So then people like you start rising to the top, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's how it goes, you know, that's how it goes. So right. it's cool. We're we going to keep it we gonna keep it going, man. We're going to keep it going. That's all, you know. Yeah. We're going to keep it going, you know. So I'm going to um, wrap up in a little bit, but I do want um, you to share anything or in any way, the various ways people can get a hold of your music, you know, any performances or anything like that with the listening audience. Okay, so we're not doing any performances right now, but you can, right. you can always keep in touch with uh, me via Instagram, and my handles are at Morris Mills, at mm -hmm. Twitter, Morris Mills LA. Uh, what's the other one? Um, my Facebook is Morris.Mills, and the other... Um, the other is the, the website, which is called strawberryhillrecords.com or morrismills.com. And before we wrap up, man. I yeah, cool, yeah. A Chicago man, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, so you're from Chicago, right? You, you're yeah. from Chicago. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was born in Texas, um, but raised in Chicago um, on the west side. You know, we grew up on the west side of Chicago. Really? Where? Where? Where at? On the up the uh, the Lindale, uh the Douglas Park area. All right. Yeah. Oh, and, right. And also, that we grew up in. Um, I, well, I was there until I was in the seventh grade, and mm -hmm. then we moved out to Maywood uh, in the um, in in seventy nine. Okay, so yeah. further west. Okay, <clears throat> yeah, a little mm -hmm. further west. Yeah. So was it your whole family that moved to the um, to L.A. or did you was was L.A. the first stop that you settled in after you left Chicago or did you move out of Chicago you know by yourself or was it the family or what? Well, I moved out here by myself. You know, okay. I mean, you know, um, I'm a single man at that time. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I decided to make a career move. Chicago is a great music city, but it didn't have an industry. You know. It just didn't have an industry. I mean, I mean, I mean, the live music industry is great. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but, but for my kind of music, I mean, not so much for my my kind of music. It just I couldn't I couldn't excel in Chicago. So I decided either it's going to be New York, L.A. I need to go where the industry was at. You know. So how do you feel about the L.A. industry? Then how, how do you feel about that? It's been great, man. It's been yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I still kind of be like, I shouldn't move to New York. <laughs> mm hmm You know, um, um, I shouldn't move to New York or 
I should be bi-coastal as well. But, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But New York is more of a music city, and L.A. is more of a film city. It's more film. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, but the music venues out here, man. Yeah, but the music venues are pretty much out here. So Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I made a lot of sacrifices, you know, but, you know, things are really starting to pick up. So, yeah. Who, who would be a dream artist you would love to work with if they are any at all? Nah, man. <laughs> dream artist, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I got you. Got you I like that everybody. One. You know, mm-hmm. I like everybody. Uh, I like I like all kinds of music. Um, my dream artist right now probably would, and, it, and this is just totally out left field, Either it would be Alicia Keys or uh, Taylor Swift, man. Really, really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And maybe right. Erica Badu too. You know, she, yeah. she's soulful. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you had them by yourself so far, so good. You know, so keep up what you're doing, man. Keep up what you're doing. You know, man. I appreciate you supporting me, man. I appreciate you putting on the dawn as well. That. And you just and you just just came back around on the second album, and I, I mean not the second album. Actually, this is my fifth album, man. Oh, I had no idea, really. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, this is my fifth album, only independent. So, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, man. I just I want to thank you so much again. Yeah. yeah. It's my pleasure. My pleasure, man. My keep, pleasure. Keep some Paul high no. <laughs> that was my favorite city to hang out too. With High Park, man. Yeah, right, right, right. Because uh, we met we uh, at the Soul Union party. I think when I was spinning, I think this is when we actually met at a testing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, we, we're doing another one. I'm not sure if you will be able to make it, but we we're putting the feelers out for another one in um, September. But it says. Um, question mark there as far as the whole social distancing thing. So we're just trying to get some things in place, but we're planning on doing another one late September. So I'll keep you posted on that. If you're able to make it, if not, it's cool. You know, we know how it is. Because I think certain states now have like, um, quarantine laws. If you come from one state to the next, if people are even following that, I don't know. We know what oh, I mean. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah. California, yeah, California is hot. I can't even come home to Chicago. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can come home to Chicago because, you know, I'm trying to be very careful yeah. when I travel. I want to protect other people. And people need to understand that. Now, I don't know if mm-hmm. you lost anybody during this coronavirus, but I have lost uh, a few friends. Really? I'm so sorry, man. My yeah. condolences, really. I'm so I, sorry. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. And and people, just wear your mask and, and uh-huh. keep your distance, man. That's that's the only way we're going to keep keep yeah. we. I mean, and you know what's crazy about it? A lot of people think it's a, you know, it's a joke or a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. You know. Well, people are dying, no matter no matter what conspiracy you think of, right. where it came from, how it got here. One yeah. thing is true: people are dying. There are ways to prevent that. You know what right. I mean? So. Yeah, and can I say something on that too? And yeah, go ahead, my big brother. Go ahead. I've kind of been very sensitive on promoting my album because. Someone asked me that, I think the other day, and I just said, you know what, I'm very careful because I don't want people to think I don't care about what's happening. 
and mm-hmm. I don't want to truly be selfish at the same time, and I'm not. I, I just, if, but I do I, I have a lot of people that have reached out to me and probably wouldn't have not listened to the to the album if they weren't cooped up in their homes. Right. So, <laughs> right. You know, so. Yeah. Unfortunately, what you say is so true, you know. Right. So I got a lot of people that are reaching out to me said, saying thank you uh, because uh, your album has, has made me uh, go through some difficult times. So oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm more for it now than I'm looking for it now more than ever to um, check out the other songs that I did not hear from Revival, you know. But to piggyback on what you said, your, some of your friends and associates had mentioned to you, I can definitely uh, co-sign on that also because um, mm-hmm. it's like people need to see and like to see some people still moving, you know, because um, the yeah. show still must go on. Like they say, like my soul still must air, you know, you, you still got to keep doing the music you did. And um, that gives a certain amount of hope to me. You know, I hope that somehow we will get some kind of normalcy coming up soon. And if it's, if there's going to be a new normal, even, you know, you need to, something to help you get through it. No, just like that, you know. I've watched more TV the past two two months than I've had ever. I, I like some new TV shows. I listen to some more art, more artists than I've ever listened to in a while. Discover a new artists, so that's why I got you out here, big boss. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna actually wrap it up. Um, right. Unless you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we close out. This interview with the great Morris Mills. I, I appreciate that. I, I got a long time to be great, man. I got I got about like I got like thirty something more albums to make. Uh, All right, I do, but I do want you guys. I know I'm promoting the album, and this is what I was going to do. And my brother told me to do this. Uh, he told me to do this. He told me to put together the Dawn and Revival. At the same time, he told me to put those together, and I didn't listen. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to do a special, a special limited edition, um, bringing those two albums together with a couple of more songs where both can get both albums. All right, at the same time, at the same time. Yeah, it'll be like a double album. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, so thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate no, having me on the show, brother. Yeah, no problem, boys. Thanks for showing up. And, um, hey, this won't be the first time, okay? This won't be the first time. You know? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, All right. Well, uh, All right. Well, uh, Funky ass brother. Thank you again, Mr. Morris Mills, for gracing the funk zone with your music. And dig this. I highly recommend you cats to check out his album, Revival, the brand new release. It's hot and it's cold and it's smoking and I ain't bullshipping you dig. So uh, if you think I'm bullshipping, I'm going to play a couple of joints off of that album. A couple of more joints here is one of my favorites right now by Morris Mills you dig. This is called Gone Give. Well alright y'all and you don't stop.
Yeah, that right there is going in regular rotation, no doubt. Well, all right, that was I Want You Now. And before that, Go and Give by my man Morris Mills, you dig? This is T.P. Coleon in the Funk Zone on WTFMRadio.com. Can you dig it, though? Shout out to all my listeners, those who have supported me from day one. I really, really love you, you dig? And I hope you love me, too. So let me funk you, baby. WGFMRadio.com, a division of Even If Inc. Chicago. You have now entered the zone, the funk zone with T.P. Corleone. So throw them funk signs in the air, wave them around like you just don't care, and prepare to get funked in your mind, your body, and your soul. Can you dig it out? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
Forever saying you're my shooting star Warmer than a house, faster than your car Did I ever tell you you're my shooting star? It's a cold night But you would never know And there are more blues Than any I could ever see It's like a melody Every breath is heavenly Said you're something special. You're blessed to you got me. You protect me from this cold world. When you hold me and when you go with me, I said you bring the white, the very white. That's why you fly, yeah. Baby, ain't a girl with this world we in. You're my cherubim, yeah, yeah. Said you're something, something special. Starting all over, starting all over as wind. Starting all over, starting all over as wind. 
starting all over starting all over as friends just like you you're just my kind of love
If there ever was a song that zones me out, baby, that is it right there. Just like you by the Brides of Funkenstein. Woo-wee. Let me wake up to reality again because I'm flying right now. Anyway, before that was Shooting Stars by Khalees and started that set off with my man Jay Ride with I Wanna Funk You. And that's what we do in the funk zone with your boy T.P. Coleon to the break of dawn on WGFMRadio.com. Getting it in this mother funky funkin' weekend. And don't forget when I'm not on the air, you don't have to log out. Don't have to touch the dial. Don't have to touch your laptop. Don't have to hit another app because WGFMedio.com is always bringing you good programming 24-7, baby. Yeah, because in this state of mind, you got to deprogram to reprogram. So if you reprogram, reprogram yourself with some of this good old grown folks and music, baby. I mean, shows like Windy City Wednesdays, my man PJ on that, the Blues Excursion. You dig? Hosted by PJ and Uncle Ray every Saturday at 7. You got Motown Mondays. Motown Mondays is always a party. It's always hot. Family-friendly music, all ages. So we rock to that one, y'all. We got Grown Folks Music Replays Monday noon to 4 with PJ and Uncle Ray. You got my man Glenn Walker walking in the night Sundays at 9. You dig what I'm saying? What we got going on? We got... um. My man, Gary T, Saturdays, 45 albums and CDs. My man is a great on them turntables, great historian, and always bringing you something to make you feel good. And don't forget Lisa London Thursdays, you dig? Um, Yeah, you heard it yesterday, 12 noon to 3 p.m. So that's how we're doing in the fun zone, WGFM Radio. We got Don's Basement Tapes, Wednesdays, 8 and 9. We got... An all-Native American show, Teal Cousin Ghost Horse, on Wednesday, 7 to 8, you dig? And it's on and on to the motherfucking break of dawn. Let's get into some more of these jams that I bring to you. Here is something by Bootsy Bubba, some new by Bootsy. Ah, the name is Bootsy Bubba. And if you love music like I love music, then you can't live without this music. And music certainly wouldn't be here without our great musicians. As people, we're not afraid of nothing. We stand toe-to-toe to toe and fight. But this battle that we're facing, it's hard to know what's wrong or right. Hiding in the hooks of loved ones, friends and strangers that we meet. Separation is our shield now to keep us strong and on our Sisters, sisters, all colors, 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 colors. Mm. Take 
Funk upon a time and the days of band glorious. The tri-dimensional houses of energy release their original powers to the translators of the interplanetary funk code. Funk and religion, funk and lesson, key bearers funk into the east. Earthbound. We are messengers of rock. Whispering the secrets of the ages. Van This is protected by the red, the black, and the green. With the king. Silly. We were nearly 11 when I started to return. The night was unexpectedly dark. To me, walking out of the lighted passage of my cousin's house seemed indeed black. What is? We are dumb diddy dum to the god's new drum. Devils run, and here comes the sun. Brothers travel for ages, scrolling stick from planet to planet. I take a ride on the cosmos, the utmost toast on my raft. Now mortals want a dose of the voice of key with the bass of the great war chant. So now it's on to the garden at a million vibes a second. The pyramid tries to beckon. The sands of time survive the flood, the bricks of blood, the house of the heart on the tri-dimensional level. On to balance with the feather, fucking lesson, vibes to earth, from raw onto jet, my birthstick bled. Great chaos to order, the abyss to the earth, to the waters. Vanglorious sound on the rain coming down, verbalizer with scroll, earthbound. I am the blood of the pharaohs, the spear bearers, the elephant riders, the everlasting conquerors. In the world of the visibles, black is black, and before that original, great pyramids served as tomb, but power, child in the womb, I awaken to raise the flag, ah, from the zero, war, zoom, devils, doom, eternal souls, living as those who were chose to live with the nose, my boots bear soil, and respect of the elders' toils, bare skin rug, walking flames, vulture soup on the boil. I free my mind and my spirit follows. I bring words of the wise. Coming to the earth on the lights of rafts. Coming from the moon to the Nile. Earthbound. In the land beneath, I come and go on the earth. Bends over. Wrapped its slants around darkness. And black waters both glide. Curious dead men. Let's take a trip through space. Without no suit, I'm an astronaut. I'm the original traveler, an unraveler of all mysteries. I touch the world like a child plays tag. Speak to code in the Bonapon raft. Over moon with the chance of zoom. Who are you? You wonder. Forever, never, never. A million years, key bearer. The cosmic storm, a logical coming of chaos. Again, earth dweller, comprehend. Religion on wax. The facts of the living, the phoenix flies, wings scrape the skies, the base the eyes of two. Zoom, onto the temple, zoom. Mortals' fears, brothers' tears, war is declared, zoom. Disrupting the devil's convention, paved in hell are the greatest intentions. But in my home, devils burn, think about it, till a brother returns to time. I have come like a priest in temple skin, having crossed the Nile by boat. Having come through the gap in the mountain, having walked black corridors, restless, like a 
coming from the depth of his touch, blinking at sight. I have come. The mission, the nine, the destination, the crossroads. And then...
Sometimes it can't get no stankier than that, baby. My man Saul with Maxine. Yeah. And before that was Burbank Funk Roll Bounce by the Internet. And before that was Earthbound by the X Clan. Started that set off with Stars by Bootsy. This is TP Corleone, Savory of the Funk on this Funky Friday. The original queen of craziness. Grace Jones nipple to the bottle. Don't. 
just like that with the gum in your mouth and all of it.
you can overdub that. Overdub? Hi. This is Bernadette Cooper from Climax featuring Bernadette Cooper. You know, the fierce one. Anyhow, I'm in the funk zone with my man, T.P. Carleone, till the break of dawn. Oh, Sonati, Bernadette Cooper. I need to find somebody to love. From Greece to the West Side. We should be together. You got to believe in something. So I walked into the room, looking good as usual. With no expectations to stun on everybody. But I saw Mr. Right tonight, and you know I love myself. Everybody needs love. So I strolled over to him and said, You are and I am And what everybody knows Is a perfect combination And you know that I'm fake Destiny is gonna stop playing with me Come here We should be together We should be together And giving each other pleasure If you wanna go up I'll hold you down If you need love I'll be around To disguise my hot flashes Cause my emotions are like lotion And I'm happening in a love ocean We should be together Giving each other pleasure If you wanna go up, I'll hold you down If you need love, I'll be around We could be the most sexy celebrated couple So why not, why not believe in us?
groovy right there. Thank you for that groovy cut, Miss Bernadette Cooper. Keep them jams coming, Bernadette Cooper, from Climax with her latest hit. And I say hit, believe in us. And before that was Politician Man by Betty Davis. One more hour for me to continue funking you, baby, in the funk zone with T.P. Corleone to the break it down. WGFMRadio.com, a division of Even If Inc., Chicago. How about some new Sheila E. Lemon Cake? Sitting here just chilling to the vibe, feeling alright. I could do this all day. All night. It's not like I had a choice in this. The taste you left on my lips. It's so amazing. Let's go dancing. Cause everything I do, I do for you. I just wanna stick to you like glue. Yeah, yeah, I know it's you. Though I thought that we were through. But can't stop thinking of you. Can't stop thinking of you. Everything I do, every single thing I do for you, boy, he loved my lemon cake, blame it on the lemon cake, yes, he loved the lemon cake, royalty and lemon cake, late at night. When I want you the most Don't want no eggs Orange juice or toast Just looking at you Licking my lips I can't do this till I get the kiss mm, Crumbs crumbling down I just want you all around Everything you do, you do to me Inch by inch But honestly, do I dare? Yes, I care Cause all I do is think of you Let's make this cake. Mm. 
Shiji. When I want to get my funk on, I tune into the funk zone with T.P. Corleone. Here we go again. Mm. Lord, today.
couple times the best time of the year. Five young ladies come ring my bell, cause I am the man with the lion's tail. Sipping, sipping the finest wines, all because it's summertime. Well, I shake back and I'm in your dreams. Rocking the house with a gangster lean. Rocking in the pool, just having fun. Chilling out in the summer sun. Neon lights, summer nights, a big bang, baby. Y'all's gonna rock tonight. So pull out your big balls, umbrellas, and hats. To all the five girls, take a shake at that. Take a shake top, but it's too hot. And it's summertime, and it's more so shot. Time is back again, and all I wanna do is party with all my friends. Now I'm gonna force your head is of the master G. I'm gonna show you how fun summertime can be. Smell the air, sweet skates are on your feet, and everybody's jamming to a brand new beat. There's a cooled out feeling all over the nation. Seniors everywhere having graduation. Feel it in your system, and your system won't stop us, cause you're rocking to the rhythm of the rhythm of the rock. It's alright, it's okay, cause these things happen on a hot summer day. Young ladies in the stores everywhere trying to purchase their seasonal wares. Bikini shorts. Shorts and beaded hair seem to be the style for this time of year.
Some other beat, but beat uh, to the big beat. All right, love. Come on. The funk, funk, freak, freak, the funk, the funk, funk. One more time, baby. Freak, freak, the funk, the funk, funk, freak, freak, the funk, the funk, funk. We freaking the funk today, baby. Yes, we is. Sugar Hill Gang with Hot Summer Day. How many more of those we have left? I don't know, but um, I know it was like 70 degrees the past two days, 70 degrees. Oh, no, man, you know. All good things don't come to an end. They just come back around later on, you dig? Before that, the world keeps spinning by brand new heavies. Before that, Touch Me by Chicago's own Perrier star. And before that, it was Benton Space in My Head by Miss Portia G. Making it do what it do, baby. This is T.P. Corleone. Let's get all zoned out today with Telecon by Gary Newman. Like your eyes on me Don't mention 
Or throw them funk signs in the air And wave them like you just don't care Use that funk power To shake all them haters off your dick
them stinky ass shoes on off, baby. Kick them heels up. That right there. Woo, make you want to do that for real, though. Okay, Agony of Defeat by Parliament. Before that, yours truly with DJ Renee, T.P. Corleone. Shake them haters off. Shake them haters off, and we shaking them off, baby. Actually, haters don't exist in the funk zone because we zone in our own reality, you dig? Let's get cracking, shock. Your musical evolution has ended. We control the sound. It's time you all got down. We bring you electrophonic. Fong, 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 fong. Crack it, 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 crack it
is serious cameo what a disco funk cut that is sometimes i gotta ask myself is it funk is it disco is it house but i know one thing is okay baby thank you once again for spending your last three hours with me in the funk zone the best way to kick your weekend off with tp Corleone to the break of dawn you dig one more song to go remember to be safe this weekend keep them funk signs in the air that protects you from the evil forces of this world you dig and that's real talk because i know from experience ain't just bullshitting you dig but anyway gonna close out with one last joint right here Frequency 17 by Facades. Again, thanks for funking with me. Thank you once again, Morris Mills, for blessing us with your music, the interview. Come back and do it again. I highly recommend you get his album, um, Revival. And I also highly recommend you get my new single, Shake Them Haters Off with DJ Binet. And that's real talk. Well, let's get it in this weekend. Frequency 7, you dig by Versage. Can you dig it down? <laughs> 